Hey, welcome back to The Edge. Are you listening to this podcast right now on Twitter? Before using AI to help you with your next piece of content, consider the pros and cons of this choice. Google has a new tag that indicates content length. Will this impact click-through rate? And more and more, Barry, you're listening to News from The Edge for the week of August 29th, 2022, here on Edge of the Web Radio. From the Edge of the Web Studios, here's what we're looking at this week. We're looking at it, we're talking about it, and we're sending it your way. Welcome back to Edge of the Web Radio. Thanks for joining us. I'm Aaron Sparks, the owner of Site Strategics, a uh, digital marketing agency based out of Indianapolis, Indiana. We're covering SEO and digital marketing news of the week, separate from our weekly interview podcast that we drop about midweek uh, every week so we can get news to you even more quickly. All the news that's fit to print or digest or consume or digitally process. What? Nothing? Are you done? Uh, not really. I got more. I got more. I mean, my AI writer was giving me verbs and, and adverbs and, and all things. That's funny because your AI writer is giving me a whole lot of crap of the week. <laughs> Check out everything over at Edge of the Web Radio. This is Site Strategics Digital Marketing News Desk. We're proud to have Site as the title sponsor of Edge of the Web Radio. Very proud of our team here at Site Strategics. We're one of the top SEO companies in the Midwest of, uh, of the U.S. We're constant learners, and that's the reason for this show. So I'll take a little bit more time today talking about them during the show. But Site Strategics is a longtime sponsor of Edge of the Web. Hey, we've been around for a bit of, bit of time. We've been around for 10 years. Can you believe that? 10 years. Old. Not new. <laughs> that is old. That's like one of the oldest olds. All right. The guy, the peanut gallery uh, member over there is <laughs> Morty Oberstein. He's the head of SEO branding over at Wix. Morty, what, what's going on here? What, 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 you didn't even let me get through an intro. It's served up. Oh, I'm sorry. I blanked out. I forgot where I was. <laughs> nice. Nice. Not going to have to uh, yeah. do the uh, surf effect on this show as well. All right, so your podcast's out the door. Congratulations. A fantastic uh, first podcast there. Thank you. So in case you haven't listened, uh, Serps Up, podcast with myself, Krista Carter, mm -hmm. uh, produced by Edge of the Web Media. Oh, my gosh. You can never do it right. I can never <laughs> do it right. It's like you can't get your phone number right. I can't get the name of your production company. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So you tossed it over to us and we were able to help you. Certainly proud to be able to uh, be a uh, cog in the wheel over there. You guys are cranking out some great content. I've I've already seen ahead of the future episodes we're working on right now and good stuff. Good stuff yep. all around. Great expert insights as well. So check it out at wix.com slash SEO slash learn. Slash podcast. Did you, yeah, by the way, did we give you the link? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, yeah. It, okay, and it's follow, right? You checked? Oh, you the link back to us? Oh, yeah. And I have not checked. You should check that. I, I, I should mean, check that. I mean, he was threatening. All, uh, we, you're working for links, right? I, <laughs> we'll yeah, work yeah, for links. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. I was told that editing this podcast would give us exposure. <laughs> oh. I mean, I thought we had to pay you, but... Uh, Don't, uh, yeah, yeah, links okay, hold links on and exposure. <laughs> Don't even say exposure to Morty and just drop that like a grenade and run away because he's going to take it. I'm not. No. Yes. Wait, are we worried about him taking his shirt off now? I'm saying. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh, you're going to have to edit this out now. <laughs> just make it more work for yourselves. I really am. I really am. Well, thank you again for the opportunity. And we're really uh, enjoying what we're doing with uh, Serps Up and some cool audio effects. I got to say, uh, we had some good time uh, creating some imagery there. 
You are the uh, master of layered audio effects, I will say. I got my anybody, I highly recommend you. Anybody listening to this podcast who wants a podcast produced, check out edge of the web media group.com. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll go buy the domain. I appreciate it. It's going to be easier. You can spin it up. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do that. All righty. All righty. First article. They're here for the articles, Morty. Not for the gratuitous plugs. First article over at Search Engine Land from Nicole Farley. Twitter now has podcasts. Twitter has now integrated podcasts into its recently redesigned Spaces tab. The redesign of Spaces includes hubs where users can personalize audio content together by specific themes like music, news, music, sports, and more. So uh, the dealio here, if you've not checked out the, sp the Spaces, I've checked it out a couple times. Is It was kind of like, yeah, I'd say kind of a ripoff of Clubhouse, all things being evil. Rest in peace. Is Clubhouse still around, Morty? I don't know. It's on my phone. I keep meaning to, to, to delete it. I guess that will be the death nail of Clubhouse as soon as... So I guess it's around. It's around on people's phones who forgot to delete it. They're holding <laughs> on for Morty. They really are. They yep. really are. Well, I don't even get push notifications. Like, like you know, help. Don't forget us. Yep. Yep. Well, that was... We're that, still here. That was a uh, flash in the pan there. Well, Twitter will automatically get this suggest podcasts based on the content that you interact with the most. Uh, listeners can give the podcast a thumbs up or a thumbs down if the content is interesting or not. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Twitter says integrating podcasts into spaces where audio conversations happen on Twitter is another way we're continuing to invest in audio creators. To do this in a simple and intuitive way that allows listeners to simply hit play and go, we started with a redesigned audio experience in the spaces tab. So here's my question here. You can't actually go search for the podcast. Uh, Twitter's going to feed up those podcasts to you based on your likes and your interests. That's the entire summation here, correct? Yeah, well, for me, it's just another place you can find Search up. Sorry, Kim, sorry. Wait a second. Yep, exactly. I, I, when I go into a Twitter space, unless I'm the speaker, Yep. Not actually, like in the sp I just turn like it, it. You can it follows you wherever you go. I can go, uh, you know, check you know the news on mm -hmm. my phone. I can you know check out Facebook on my phone. Whatever it is that I have spaces going on in the background, so I'm not I'm not even looking. Right. Like, are you ever in the spaces tab? Like engaged in that tab? No, um, no, no. You're not. It's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. Um, I'm just wondering how they're going to try to get podcast to. Probably a monetizing opportunity to get podcasts to be able to promote themselves as well in a particular content but channel, right? No one's gotten this right. I mean, you know, people have always tried to like integrate podcasts into the platform and find podcasts to their platform. YouTube's talking about this now. Yep. I, yep. No one's really got this right. I don't think, by the way, I don't think Spotify has it right. When you go into Spotify and you Google, uh, you Google, sir, <laughs> sir, sir, and you <laughs> and you put in. SEO podcast. Mm -hmm. You do not get any of the name SEO podcasts like Serbs no, no, or Edge of the Web or the SEO Rants or any other podcast that I happen to do or used to do. <laughs> yeah, you get some like offbeat weird podcast that like I never even heard of before, but nobody even heard of before. And then you, if you want to dive in, like if you're on desktop in particular, if you want to dive in and find okay, like show me the rest of them. It's not very clear how to even do that. It's not very intuitive. It's not, no, it's not intuitive at all. So no one's gotten this right. Maybe Twitter has. Maybe I highly doubt Twitter's gotten anything right. <laughs> well, you know who gets it right almost all the time is Site Strategics, proud sponsor of Edge of the Web. Our firm is 18 years old and going strong. One of the top 
uh, SEO companies in the region of, of the United States. Our specialties are technical SEO, entity SEO, SEM, social media management, conversion rate optimization, all focused on results-based marketing. And we also have developed a very unique way of curating content, subject matter, expert interviews, just literally from learning as what we've done over time with the Edge of the Web Radio. And we actually use that with our clients. We can actually unpack some fantastic nuggets of gold knowledge from them and be able to curate that and process it into all manners of omni-channel broadcast. So if you're interested in what we can do for you, just give us a call at 877-SEO-FOR-WEB or 877-736-4932. And I say we almost get it right because you know what? Sometimes we just make that mistake again and again. It's kind of like slamming our hands in the door whenever Morty shows up, right? Well, I was going to say, by the way, you say you are the, uh, you know, one of the top SEO agencies in, in the region. The, in the region of the United States. You Is that another way of saying North America? <laughs> <laughs> Midwest. How about the Midwest? I forgot the that. region of the United States. Yeah. The Western <laughs> Hemisphere. <laughs> just don't Google us on the Southern Hemisphere. We won't show up. Yeah. Okay. You list your service area. It's just Western Hemisphere. <laughs> service area is just spin a globe and there. Yeah. That, that didn't flow that well. I got to, I got to talk to our AI writer here to figure out a better uh, oh, intro for that. Nice <laughs> well done. Thank you. From Search Engine Land, from James Har or Hare, probably Hare. The pros and cons of using AI content writing tools. All right. As we understand, helpful content update is underway, and it was actually focused on AI writing. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit here. But uh, while there's value in adopting AI writing tools, they're not meant to replace human writers. So there's a pros and cons list that James put together here. And I did want to actually make the point here that we are in the throes of helpful content. If, and if you have written your content predominantly with AI writing, shame on you. Shame. Because, I mean, the, the, the deal is, is that it never was even intended to be that. And, I mean, that's it's almost like harkening back to the days of Panda whenever uh, the world got smacked down by Google because people were spinning articles all over the place, right? That's to you, Morty. Go ahead. Oh, it's to me. Now. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's my cue. That's your cue. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's sort of a problem. Content is a problem, right? Content is, <clears throat> content is expensive, time-consuming. Mm-hmm. And you need to find a way to scale this. So I am not shaming people like you are <laughs> for using content writers. I understand where you're coming from. It's a hard problem to fix. The problem yep. is that there's no yep. shortcuts to it. And I do think as the article points out, if you get stuck in an idea, you need to rewrite. AI and AI writer might be a good way to do that. By the way, SEMrush has a tool inside of their um, SEO content writer, writing assistant rather. Mm -hmm. There's an option you can use to have GPT-3 offer you a suggestion for like a paragraph. So you're stuck, you're like, I don't know how to reword this. You'll get two or three suggestions from the AI writing tool. That'll maybe open it up for you. It's like, I think there's a place for AI writers. Even John Mueller a while back was saying, hey, you know, headers, title tags, those kind of things. I would imagine the future are going to be written by an AI writer. A product description, meta description. Well, th those things I think you could do with an AI writer. Podcast descriptions, yeah. a little bit more difficult, Aaron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that's Just interesting saying. because so I spun up a, uh, a little bit of AI writing for Serp's up first episode. I, I wanted to see whether or not Morty was going to take the bait, right? And he did. How, how did you sniff it out so quickly? Like, you have such lowest, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> Perception of who I am and my intelligence. I'm like insulted. <laughs> it wasn't even good. It was, it was terrible. But by it, the way, it really I thought was it's terrible. Like, 
I was talking about with Barr, who was on uh, on the team here working on the podcast. So we yep. both thought like yep. it saved time. I thought it saved time. I rewrote it to make it sound decent, mm-hmm. but it would have taken me longer to write from scratch. I thought, and I think that's the only place that these applications are are beneficial is to get things going. If you have writer's block, yeah, just like you were talking about, but um, there are wholly full articles written by AI and. Where does where does AI get its concepts and content from the web? It's actually researching and rewriting content that it sees out there. That's borderline, if not plagiarism. It's the Neil Patel of of writing. <laughs> there we go. Thank there we you. Go. <laughs> um, by the way, so I'm I'm curious with the whole helpful content update. I know someone has a site. It's basically all AI content. The general philosophy is, well, I'll have the AI content write it, and uh, I'll I'll tweak it. Mm-hmm. The problem with, the, I mean, I want to see what happens with the update, which so far has done nothing. But what I'm curious, well, outside of being curious, what I want to point out is with that kind of outlook. Yes, you could take the content written by the AI. You can make it sound human. Mm-hmm. But it's not in terms of ideation, in terms of parsing of the topic, in terms of unique take on the topic, in terms of differentiation from other pieces of content that are similar on the topic. That's right. not going to help you. All you're doing then is taking the AI writer, which is, as you mentioned, scraping the web and just pulling out what's already out there. So it's not giving you an original take inherently and humanizing it. That doesn't differentiate your content or make it good. It just humanizes it. No, unless we start training our AIs to actually have all of the nuance right to, to uh quote your upcoming podcast right uh, and if you if you're putting it and arming it with that then you're just going to have a regurgitation right at, at best at best you have a humanized sounding because you edited it yourself regurgitation of whatever neil patel put out on the web <laughs> you know what neil patel did not put out on the web in links in links.net is a sponsor of edge of the web we're proud to have them on board Did you know that entities play a major role in how search engines understand and rank content on the web? Optimizing your content solely around keywords is a thing of the past. Don't do it. Focus on content. Focus on knowledge. Focus on qualifiers and that knowledge as well. You have to be bringing the best game forward, especially in our HCU, our our, our HCU environment we're in now, a helpful content update environment. Uh, so, hey, get into entities and define entities on your content and reach higher rankings by using Enlinks, an award-winning software in entity SEO. If you're interested in what they can do for you, go over to edgethewebradio.com forward slash Enlinks today to claim your free Enlinks account and start creating content that will outperform your competitors as well as all of the ai content that's out there oh my gosh jacob's just cracking up what's going on are you guys jacob just sent me a dm on twitter now neil's gonna try to buy in links (laughs) (laughs) oh that ain't even right god Okay, uh, third story that's not really a story, it's a story, but it's more of a conversation. Some screenshots that kind of circle around this weekend uh, over at BrodyClark.com. Could your link, the length of your content impacts CTR? And Brody actually shared it inside of LinkedIn as well as in Twitter. If your page can be read in under five minutes, it seems to be the threshold. Google is experimenting with several different labels that can appear alongside your organic results. Some users prefer content that's quick to read rather than a long form piece of content that can take some time to make your way through. So label the labels actually highlight some 
shorter content. So there's a number of screenshots, and Barry just shut off the uh, article today. Uh, this morning covering that as you're seeing five minute reads on these screenshots and this is in the mobile space i believe uh, or is it in desktop as well and uh, lily ray also did a couple screenshots there uh, over the weekend as well pointing out less than five minute reads which de demonstrates a quick consumption of reading on these articles but the point is is this going to affect people's click-through rates on these articles. Inherently, if you're getting a signal that it's almost like a traffic signal, hey, this uh, this road has a little bit of back uh, traffic backup, you want, want to go another route that's going to be a shorter route here, is, is this actually positive? Is it actually valuable? And can you get value from short reads? I think the, the whole time association to the value of the content um, that's a tricky position to, for Google to be uh, laying out in the SERP. What do you think, Morty? I don't like it. Fantastic. All right, we're done. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, it makes sense that Glenn Gay pointed this out. And, you know, it's Google sort of catering to the, uh, what generation is it? Millennial? Not millennials. Where were we at now? We're at Gen Z's now, yeah. Gen yeah. Z's, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Gen Z's. I, I lost track. Um, <laughs> so, you know, hey, you don't have to spend more than three seconds. Here's an article. It's five minutes. The problem with that is like it sort of incentivizes creating these short. Let's say Google does that. And yeah. it's everyone's only clicking on the five minute articles. It creates an incentivized situation where maybe that's not the best thing. Yeah. People say, all right, turn and burn, turn and burn, five minute articles. However, I do wonder, imagine you're on the SERP. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about this. And you have like a three minute read, three minute read, 10 minute read. Three minute read, three minute read, three minute read. I might say, you know what? That 10 minute read is probably the better content because longer. So Possibly. I'll click on that. Possibly. Yeah, I think there's a lot of potential inference there. You know, seven minute, seven minute abs. No, no, no. Eight minute abs. Come on. Nobody gets that reference. That's from uh, something about Mary. Nope. Come on. You had it. I you? saw it. It's a good movie, I guess. <laughs> I just don't quicker, know. Quicker doesn't mean better, better, and especially in the helpful content space, right? You're, you're, yeah. I mean, we're trying to talk more nuance and more subject matter knowledge, but if it's a, it's brevity, that's actually a factor for improvement of click rate uh, over to the article. Then, my gosh, yeah, you're right. Everybody could could uh, stream into uh, brief and and you know to the point articles. But is guess, that what you I, want? I, it's it's a problem because sometimes you kind of. I want, let's say I want one particular section of that content. You have a great piece of content. It's 11 minute read. I don't want to read 11 minutes of it, mm -hmm. but I do what I want of the 11 minute. I do want something of the 11 minutes. I want the quality of an 11 minute article. I want, in other words, I want the quality of somebody who really put in the thought and the process of going through and, and spending the time writing an article that took, that will take me 11 minutes to read. I just want that one snippet or paragraph from it. I think that uh, like a jump link makes more sense than like, okay, don't read that one. It's 11 minutes. Right. Just read this one until link three. It'll give you the right answer. And what if you're a slow reader? And if you are a slow reader, literally that's now 20 minutes. Well, yeah. I mean, it's terrible. I'm just saying. All right. So don't know if those signposts, those, uh, literally it's like a traffic backup. That's my analogy. I don't know if those signposts are really that valuable, and I think it could very well be a detriment. And there's a couple couple key points out there that uh, started the conversation uh, over the weekend. So check it out. Go over to Barry's article and also uh, track down uh, Brody SEO on Twitter and have a look at his uh, screen shares. There's really good information very quickly out there. All right. Uh, we do want to thank our continued sponsor of 
Edge News, as well as their interview segment sponsorships. That's Page One Power. We're eager to share with you who they are and what they do. They're an SEO agency specializing in sustainable link building and strategic content creation long form, maybe short form, who knows. For With 11 years of experience, they have built over 15,000 links each year for their clients and their client campaigns. They actually uh, focus on custom link building, white label link building. So SEO companies that don't do link building, you might want to check them out. Technical SEO audits as well as content marketing. Here's the deal, guys, is that they don't buy links, they earn links. And they'll help you write content that's valuable for your industry and be able to connect and pitch to different trade organizations in the like to be able to get your content published. So if you're interested in what they can do for you, go over to edgeoftheweberadio.com forward slash page one power, all one word, to sign up for a free 30-minute consultation. Thanks for joining the Edge team, page one power. All right. As we've been doing we've been doing this, how many weeks have we been doing the uh, the berry blast here? I'd say at least a month. So uh, we're trying to get those, those quick reads in there, right? Yeah. So uh, It makes me click a lot more. I like it. Thank you. Keeps me short. Moving. Very short. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Short. Less than two minute reads. Less than two minute reads. Very good. All right. So our berry blast starting off with this is all of our search engine roundtable, by the way. Google's helpful content update is now rolling out, says Barry. Well, yeah, it rolled out on the 25th of August, and we were all in the uh, helpful docs or <laughs> helpful docs. The help docs over at Google actually updated uh, whenever they did roll it out. So I think it was in the morning of August 20, August 25th, and nothing's happening. Morning, what's going on? Oh, no one knows. <laughs> Maybe it was a whole big joke. Like, oh, hey, you hey, I, I wonder how we can mail. Cause a whole ruckus in the SEO industry. Well, say there's this giant update. It'll be as big as Panda. Right. And it'll be nothing. I want to sit around like waiting for it. So, so, uh -huh. so, so it's just, it's just the One big practical joke. Google's psych, right? That's what you're trying to do. All right. So we're never going to see anything right away here. And if uh, it takes two to three weeks to be able to roll out, obviously. Yeah, you usually see a big spike right away. What's going on? Yeah. Where's the big spike? What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? Yeah, that, 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 it's just not there yet. But we're, we're watching the weather, seeing how everything goes down. But please pay attention to everybody who contributes on Twitter about that because as soon as something happens, right, we're all a flutter. <laughs> I don't think you have to ask them. I think everyone will. Like a second something happens, like boom. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. You already have people writing posts like what to do with the helpful content that hasn't even rolled out yet. <laughs> <laughs> they, the pages are locked and loaded. How was that helpful? I was Lily Ray's point. How could it be helpful content if it hasn't rolled out yet and you're writing all about it as if you know what's going to happen? It's not How helpful. was that helpful? And then Morty took up the baton and started going in and responding to everybody's post over the weekend on Twitter with one word, helpful or unhelpful. He literally was right. like the, the helpful fairy. I'm bringing the algorithm to the people. <laughs> Basically, right. everybody's content is helpful except for not Daily Malox. His content is unhelpful. Dang, all right. Nati? It is helpful. We're going to toss, yeah, it. We're gonna like toss that. Blood in the water. Blood in the water. Nati, go after him. All right. Core Web Vitals report adds URL-level data, for example, URLs. So Google announced on Twitter that it added a URL-level data within the Core Web Vitals report. Plus, Google also added that it makes some textual changes to the report to make it clearer. Yeah, so read more answers over, and we'll throw the uh, link to where you can actually check that out. So uh, Barry actually threw a screenshot up for these different URL-level data, uh, the examples of these URLs. It's not the 
whole kit and caboodle, obviously, for your entire site. So it's giving, what, top 10, uh, top 20 uh, examples of performance in the Core Web Vitals report. Um, is this going to be helpful? How about that, Marty? What do you think? Yeah, it's always like more data is always helpful. By the way, in, in the grouping, so if you have like a you know LCP issue warning, not all the URLs in that group are going to have data necessarily because you Google groups URLs together for scoring. So those URLs are grouped together, but you might not have LCP data for that for one of the particular URLs in that cohort. Just FYI. Got it. But it is there's at least a common uh, denominator there for that particular group, right? Yeah. No. All right. We'll check it out. Uh, third article over there at Search Engine Roundtable. Google's expanding from sources across the web feature. So Google has this from sources across the web box that shows sites that cover a specific topic in this grid list view. You can also click on a specific site to expand and show recent stories uh, from that site on that particular topic. Have you experienced this one in the wild, Morty? Yeah, I found this originally. <laughs> Does he cite you? No. <laughs> oh, it was, I'm sorry. it was for podcasts, right? Yep. Best podcast. You see the list. You open it up. You click on a particular episode. The you know, show like serves up, and you see <laughs> a, a, a carousel of websites that say, you know, you know, feature that particular podcast on their best podcast list. Absolutely. Yeah, if you do that right now, just go ahead and uh, search for best SEO podcast. Oh my gosh, look at there we are right there. That's that's amazing. You're, you're at, you edge of the web is in the mini carousel also mm -hmm. all yes, the time, are. all the it time. Yes, yes we are. It's just because we put best in the uh, title and that was it. No, no, you've been you've been there before you did that. <laughs> we were battling. Just we were battling that about two years ago. It was it was. That was all big volatile space, and it, we were just beating our heads on what in the world is going on here. Why aren't we getting our card in there? Because everybody else was having graphics, we didn't. And I mean, we we were we were crying over here, weren't we, Jacob? It was a, it was a thing. It was a lot of work. I used to get the um, in search SEO podcast over at Rank Ranger in that carousel. Ask me how I did it. How'd you do it? I have no idea. <laughs> he let the AI do it. He, he did. But, you know, who he's going to let do uh, SEO chat this week? I actually have no idea. I scoured no idea. everything so I could have a graphic uh -huh. and everything ready. Marion no Ledbetter. Marion Ledbetter is hosting SEO chat this Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On Twitter, we're talking about freelancing and SEO. Ooh. I mean, on the side, like a side hustle? Or it might be your, that might be your main hustle. It might not be a hustle at all. It might be your job. Just do freelance. That yeah, is, you can be what do you think is uh, that's a probably a good question to ask that chat is the predomination of freelancers as opposed to people that are actually are employed to do SEO what do you think the percentage of of our industry is I don't know because okay it's you can't look at Twitter because a lot of the people on Twitter are more freelancers or consultants or mm -hmm. work at agencies the in-house folk keep very quiet so like they don't they don't need exposure and visibility we just do our job and we do it well, and then we go home. And they're not allowed to get on Twitter while they're at work. They're allowed to. <laughs> they just don't care. We literally uh, had a 11 uh, location hospital as a client here a couple of years back, and the whole hospital banned Facebook through their Wi-Fi. They literally would not allow anybody, including patients and, and family, to actually connect and connect with uh, Facebook whatsoever. I 
in their property. I think we had that with uh, our first or second child being born. Like I couldn't get on Netflix. Yeah. While we're just sitting in the room waiting. Yeah. And I called wow. someone who I knew worked at that hospital. Like, yeah, it's blocked. Did you just leave and go home? Like, no, oh, no, I, no, I, I said, yeah, I'll be back later. Like, <laughs> got some binging <laughs> to do. We, 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 t- we took our baby oh, and left. Baby's here. <laughs> I think we end up just going through my cell phone. Yep. Like, I'm still binging Stranger Things. I don't I have time for this. That's right. I can't be. <laughs> I did actually uh, download the entire first episode, first season of 24 uh, for my second child on a, a little iPod player. Remember the, uh, wow. the video players? Did they like it? Huh? Yeah, she, she, I think she liked it. Yeah. Yeah. She kind of twitched every time the <laughs> intro plays now. Nice. We said watch 24 drinking 24s. Ooh. And then for the season finale, it was drink 24 24s while watching 24. Oof. Wow. That's 24 reception right there. I'm going to crawl out of there. Surprise. It's, bad. it's a terrible show. Surprised you're good. here. I, 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 I think it needs a reboot that they really it. do. <laughs> handle it. All right. I guess you can't handle the rest of it. All right, folks, this is the end of the show. Thank you so much, Morty. Appreciate it. Yep. Good luck and, and congratulations on Serps Up. Serps Up. So what happens if we actually out optimize ourselves here? What's 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 the uh, over under on that? That's a great. It, he has said it so many times on this show <laughs> that we are probably going to rank for Serps Up now. I'm thinking so. And that's not my fault. <laughs> this is all Morty's doing. Wow. See, that's how he works. Wait a minute. He is a an AI. That's that's what's happening right. Well, now. I was going to say earlier. Robots recognize robots. Really intelligence in my name. Thank you. <laughs> I think there's a thing about robots can recognize other robots. I, I'm thinking so. I was so. wondering if that's how you caught your AI writing so quick. That's but right. That's what you said. All right. Tell us, Morty. All right. Good luck in the AI space, oh, Modi. You going, Modi? Modi. <laughs> All right. We're done. Thank you, sir. And uh, <laughs> there we go. Finish up there. All right. That's it for Edge this week. Uh, make sure you check out uh, the uh, Michael Fortin uh, first interview segment that we roll out about Thursday this week. Be sure to like and comment and subscribe to our YouTube channel as we get more snackable tidbits out there. And hey, rate this podcast.com forward slash edge today. Let us know how we're doing on this show. Uh, maybe this show, maybe other shows. Who knows? You may hate this show. But the other on. show, like Surf's Up. Man, he's like graffiti. He's spraying it everywhere. What the hell? All right, from all of us over edge, stay safe, stay well, and... Don't be a piece of cyber drift. We'll talk to you next week.